Hey, welcome. My name is Glenn Lundy. Super excited to be launching our new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Can you believe it? That's right. The Breakfast with Champions podcast has finally arrived. This is your opportunity to get motivation, education, and inspiration every single day. And ultimately, your opportunity to get a seat at the table, to be a fly on the wall, to listen in to some conversations between some of the most amazing superhumans from around the planet. We're talking about people that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. We've got celebrity interviews with people like Tiffany Haddish and Grant Cardone, Lauren Rittiger. We've got specialists in areas like Capital Ventures, right? Or wealth building, wealth management, real estate, all kinds of incredible conversations. And what's amazing about the Breakfast with Champions podcast is you're going to be able to tune in, listen in. They won't even know you're there, right? It's just like you're, you're, you're listening in on all these incredible secrets of some of the most successful humans from all around the world. You know, when we launched Breakfast with Champions, we had no idea of the power that it was gonna have. We had no idea of the collaborations it would create. We had no idea that we'd be able to connect humans from England and Australia and Saigon and America, of course, all together in one room having powerful conversations that elevate everyone in the experience. Listen, if you like these episodes of Breakfast with Champions, do me a huge favor and let us know. We would greatly appreciate it. We pour into this. You're going to get five to six hours of content every single day, Monday through Friday, five days a week. You can keep coming back. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We'd appreciate it. Drop your comments, share your thoughts and your reviews. It mean the world to us if you would do that. And in exchange, we promise you that we will always create a space, a safe space where you can come. You're not going to get politics here. It's not going to happen. You'll never see any type of division in here. It's actually exactly the opposite. We have a bunch of different people with different belief systems, different upbringing, different backgrounds. We've got people from all different ethnicities all coming together. But the one thing that we share is everyone in this room shares the same heart. And it is a heart to elevate you, to encourage you, to inspire you, and to help you become the absolute best version of yourself that you can possibly be. So if you would, do us a favor, write those reviews, subscribe to the podcast, tell your friends. We're going to be here, and we hope that you will be too. Enjoy Breakfast with Champions. You'll see there in the notes that you can skip forward. You can move back. If you need to pause it for a minute, you'll now have that opportunity to do so. We do record these daily on Clubhouse. We have a Breakfast with Champions Club there, or you can follow me, Glenn Lundy, if you'd like to see those rooms, if that's an app that you enjoy. You can always come in and tune in live, or of course, just sit back and enjoy right here on the podcast and anywhere your podcast can be found. It is such an honor and a privilege to be able to spend this time with you. I know that there are a trillion places you could have chose to be. You chose to be right here with us on Breakfast with Champions, and that means the world to me, and I absolutely stinking love you for it. So with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Thanks so much. First of all, good morning, everybody. I'm Alex Carter. I'm a full-time Columbia law professor, and I'm also a negotiation trainer. 
I wrote a book called Ask for More, and these days I travel the world teaching millions of people how to ask for their worth. And the reason I'm here this morning, you know, early in the morning when I'm going to be teaching until almost 10 o'clock today is because I absolutely love this team. I love the mission, the Breakfast with Champions mission, and I just love teaching. I can't quit teaching. So I would love to know who is here this morning to learn and to participate, because this is going to be an interactive session. So flash your mics if you're with me here today. Who is here to participate and grow and learn? I've got Bernita. I've got Justin. I've got my friend Dora Maria. I've got Ramon. I've got Coach Isaac. I've got Sebastian, Nivia, TM, Linda, Megan, Christina, Matt, Yen, all the way down the line. This is super exciting, and I can't wait. All right. So today's Tuesday, we're talking about growth, and this is my message for today. You are either your greatest advocate or your greatest adversary. Pick one. That's it. We are either our greatest advocate in every moment or our greatest adversary. And I want to ask you a question here this morning to start us out. I want to know what your world would look like if you were your own greatest advocate. And I want to start by telling you a story about a client of mine. So this client was once a full-time world-class athlete in cycling. She made a living doing this in part through endorsements. Then, you know, reaching the pinnacle of her achievement, she retires, and now she's working in an office while secretly harboring her dream. And her dream was she wanted to teach other athletes how to secure endorsements so that they too could do what she had done make sports their life, like she had made her sports, her passion, her life. But she told me she wasn't worthy of charging for it. Instead, she was doing it for free, over and over and over. And I asked her, have you asked them to pay you? And I'll never forget, she dropped her head and she shook her head and she said, no. She was shutting herself down before anybody else gave her the chance. She was her own adversary, and she felt terrible about it. And here's the thing. I know she's not alone because I also have been my greatest adversary instead of my greatest advocate. And I would love to hear from a couple of my friends on stage this morning I'd love for you to flash your mic if you too have had a moment or a time or a season when you were your greatest adversary and you're willing to share with us a couple seconds about it. Ramon, my friend, I see you flashing. I'd love to hear about your experience with being your adversary. 
Yeah, thank you, Alexander. And, and my wife had helped me overcome this and others, uh, but I've compared myself. You all heard my interview with Seth Godin. He's, we all maybe have people we look up to in some way, shape, or form. And I would often compare myself in a healthy way, in a good way, like I can't speak as good as him. I can't do as well as him. I speak too fast and et cetera. So that's one thing. Then two are my speaking fees. It was very hard for me to say out of my mouth, oh, I charge 20, 25,000 for a speaking gig. It was just hard to say it. And through some training, and you probably know better about this than me, I don't even know what I went through, but you're the expert in this. I was able to say things like that out of my mouth. And it was just hard. Even today, I have to breathe and think about it. Clients ask me a question, you know, or how much is it for blog posts, whatever. So is that helpful, Alexander, that what I'm trying to say, comparing and then just saying big numbers? It's still, I, I pause a bit, but I'm able to hide that pause. So I hope that helps to the contribution of the discussion. It sure does, Ramon. And I think a lot of people in here could relate to that hesitation right before the numbers come out of your mouth, right? And this is similar to what my client was experiencing. Deep down, she knew she offered value, but to look somebody in the face or look in the lens of the camera if you're over Zoom and to say to somebody, here's the investment to work with me and to give them a number. And maybe it feels like a large number. Maybe you even grew up you know, with parents who never earned that much. I know I did. And so the idea, the, the audacity of claiming that you are worth something, being your own advocate can feel terribly risky. I love that, Ramon, so thank you for sharing. And so I want to help people here today. And maybe you could just flash your mic if you've ever experienced this, I won't ask you to share, but I just want to know on stage, has anybody else ever been their own adversary and shut themselves down before they ask for something? Renita, Justin, Dora Maria, Coach Isaac, Sebastian, TM, Renee, Christina, Tony Moe, Monica, Yan, Ella, Mary Lynn, Stephen. I love this and I love seeing, I mean, I, I don't love this, but I love that we're all here together experiencing this. And this is not something that just women experience. People across the board get lured into being their own adversary rather than their own advocate. Okay. So the good news is we're going to talk this morning about how to do this. And in just a few minutes, we're going to learn how to stop this and to turn from being your greatest adversary to your greatest advocate. Okay. So I have three tips here today, three steps. Number one, Okay, when I work with people, I like to first ask them a really powerful question. Because oftentimes we start focusing on this one thing. Maybe Ramon's thinking, I gotta get this one engagement, or my client's thinking, I gotta charge this one person. And I like to zoom back. This is a question straight from my book, Ask for More. And I want to ask people, what would happen if you achieved this? What would happen in your life? if you achieved this. And I ask this question because one negotiation is never just about one negotiation. If that one negotiation, if that one speaking fee, if that one client was motivating enough for you, if that one thing was motivating enough, you'd have done it already. So we need to dig deeper and figure out what's the importance in your life. I asked my client this, what would happen if you achieved this? Getting paid for this work. And she burst into tears. She said, I'd be helping people. 
and I'd be proud of myself. And as she said that, I watched her change. I knew then that we were on the path because when you connect the individual thing you're trying to do to something larger in your life and you ask yourself, what would happen if I achieved this? You are developing a powerful why, a powerful mission statement. And this, I find, is the thing that starts to get people to the place of being their own greatest advocate. But it's not quite enough. So I have tip two, a second question to ask you. And here's what I want you to know, Breakfast with Champions. Everybody who's going to be listening to this over the world, you're going to hear this question. You're going to think about the answer, but it's not enough to think about the answer. To get the benefit from this question, you must write your answer down, okay? And once again, this is straight from Ask for More, Chapter 4. I'm going to ask you a question now that you need to ask yourself before every negotiation. And the question is, how have I handled this successfully before? Do you know there is research to show that if you think about a prior success, let's say Dora Maria is about to go in and do something. Maybe she's never really done it before. And she asks herself, how have I been successful at something like this before? And then she doesn't just think about it. She writes down the answer. Do you know research shows that she's no longer just ordinary Dora Maria? She has now power primed her brain so that she is put back in the state she was in when she achieved that last massive success that she's going to write down. In other words, you give yourself a brain boost to go in and be the most creative, the most flexible, the most powerful version of yourself when you negotiate. Always, always go into a conversation having written down a prior success. Now, some of you may be thinking something here. You may be thinking, you know, Alex, this is great if I'm trying to do something that I've already done before. Maybe Ramon is going in to ask for a speaking fee, and he's done that once before. And so he's able to think to myself himself, how have I done this before? Okay, here's how I was successful last time. He writes it down, he goes in, he nails it. But what if, for example, Vernita or Dora Marie are trying to do something they've never done before? And what if you in the audience, like my client, maybe you're trying to do something you've never done before. You've never charged for your work. You've never stood up for your value. Okay, fine, challenge accepted. I want you here and now simply to think of this. I want you to think about your proudest prior success in life, period. I don't care whether it has anything to do with your job, your calling, or making money. I simply want to know your proudest prior success. Because I'll tell you, I've asked people this question all over the world. I'll never forget this. I asked a woman who is about to lead a team for the first time. And she said, Alex, I've never done this before. I have no prior success on this front. And I said, fine. Tell me your proudest prior success in life, period. And you know what she said to me? She said, my husband died 
and I raised two kids on my own. Take that in. Her husband passed away. She raised two kids on her own. And I looked at her and I said, that sounds like a team leader to me. And we wrote down how she did it, how she persevered, how she gritted it out, how she showed up every day for her kids and herself to make it through that long haul. And when we wrote down how she did that, we found all sorts of strategies that she could use to become a team leader for the first time. So I want all of you here today to think about your proudest prior success. I want you to think about it, I want you to write it down, and I want you to look at it. Because I promise you, whatever it is, maybe you lost 75 pounds and you beat prediabetes. Maybe you conquered chemo. Maybe you raised kids as a single parent. Even if it's something smaller, you ran an excellent PTA meeting. You got a job one time that you didn't think you were gonna get. I want you to write down that success and I'm telling you here today that what got you to this point here can also help get you where you're going. Even if that's someplace you have never ever been before. And this brings me to the last tip here today. The tip is quite simply, take action. But don't worry because I'm not gonna ask you to do it all today. In fact, I'm just gonna order you to do something small, one step, that's it. I wanna challenge you here today to take one step. Think about one call you could make, one person you could ask for advice, one proposal you could write, one email to send, one post to make, just one. And you know why? because a lot of times that's more effective than trying to climb the mountain all in one go. We all know here that massive, life-changing negotiation results happen one step at a time. Everything I've done in my life that was massive, that was so massive I thought I'm never gonna be able to do it, I did it one step at a time. I wrote an entire book, 15 minutes a day, while I was working a full-time job and a half as a busy mom, busy professor, busy negotiation trainer. And I promise you, you can do it too. So, and how do I know that? Because you showed up here this morning. And so you took one step today. You took one step. And so I wanna congratulate you on that because you are now part of a group, an incredible group of people who are gonna lift you up when you can't remember how to be your own greatest advocate. In fact, I wanna specifically call out some friends of mine up here, Dr. Rowe and Dora Maria, who wrote to me as I got on stage to say, I can't wait for your session. I'm thrilled you're here. Good morning, wonderful to see you. This is the kind of community you wanna be part of. And so if this is your step every morning, then that's a great step to take first thing in the morning, and it's going to encourage you to take other steps. And so now is the moment when I would like to hear from you. If this message has resonated for you today, if you are somebody who's working to be your greatest advocate rather than your greatest adversary, 
I want to hear from you. So I'm going to ask you to flash mics, but Vernita, my friend, I saw you flashing in the middle and I was going to come to you and I'm coming to you now. Vernita would love to hear what you have to share this morning. I love this grand rising Alexandra. Always appreciate you. Vernita Dell tapping back in. And I think point number two is the one that stuck out with me the most. And it's funny how so many of us might think, of, oh, I, I'll just think about it. What were some of those prior successes? But to take the action of writing it down, that just, I mean, it's like a small, but it's not a small thing that blew me away that even just as it really sunk in, okay, I'm starting this new business. I've moved into a different part of my industry and I have all of this prior relevant experience that I have in the back of my head, but really have not been able to concretize as being valuable in the steps I'm going to take forward. So I just wanted to reiterate point number two, tip number two. If you have not already, that was very helpful to me. I'm going to take time today to write down my prior successes as they relate to this new part of my industry. And I definitely look forward to checking in with you, Alex, because uh, negotiating our value, it's a life skill that we aren't always taught. Like we're taught things out of a textbook. This is life skills. We all deserve to earn our value. Vernita Dunn speaking for the moment. I love that, Vernita. And, you know, I think what Vernita said is so valuable because here, as you hear her speak, you can tell this is a woman who has not just one success, but a track record of prior success. And sometimes it's easy when we make a move, especially from one industry to another or one job or one calling to another, to feel as though we've started fresh, as though everything before is erased when it is not. And in fact, in every place you go, Vernita, you bring the sum total of everything you are and everything you have accomplished before. You're never starting from square one. You always have things that you can draw on. And I look forward to it. In fact, I'm going to ask you to send me a message. I'd love to hear about your prior success. I'd love to hear about that. All right, everybody, flash your mics. If you, too, have had this resonate with you this morning and you have something to share. Sebastian, my friend, I see that you flashed your mic. Go ahead. Alexandra, good morning. Yet another incredible TED Talk slash master class from you. I always enjoy uh, your segments here. What really showed up for me was that the difference between, forget the other word, it's not coming to me right now, too, coffee, uh, too much coffee, uh, adversary, was that the word? Adversary and advocate. Yes, sir. That's right. So I spent, a, I spent a latter part of 38 years of my life, I'm 42 now, 38 years of my life, not believing in myself. I thought that I believed in myself because I'm like, of course I believe in myself, but it was all coming from an ego space. And then something clicked one day. Somebody said to me, Sebastian, if you don't believe it, no one else will. And as I continued to go in and, and, and do the work, the work meaning going back and unpacking and peeling back the layers and realizing that it truly is all my fault, but it's also my opportunity to turn it all around. Then things started to shift. I got a phone call out of nowhere on Facebook last year from a mentor of mine that's ridiculously successful. And he said, Sebastian, how are things going with your podcast program? And I said, great. He said, I'm going to need you to double the price of that program. 
And I said, Tony, are you, are you been, you've been drinking hand sanitizer again? And he said, no, Sebastian, you're missing it, brother. Because when you raise, when you double the price of your program, you're going to start attracting the right people that need to be in. And at the price point you're in right now, are you completely satisfied with every single person that walks through your door? Probably not. You got to double your price. Let me know how it works out. I actually hung up the phone and doubled it instantly. And I've never uh, looked back on there. So that allowed me to build some confidence into not only believing in myself, but believing in what I'm doing, that I'm truly making an impact with the work that I'm doing. And I think that I can contribute all of this, number one, to my God-given gift, but I raised my daughter on my own. So for 18 years, I was an entrepreneur uh, and a father. And I look back now, she's 20 years old, she's in college, she's thriving. And I said, Sebastian, don't ever forget what we just did for the past 18 years. That in and of itself is enough to know that I have everything I need to play out every single God-given talent uh, he's given me. So thanks for the incredible segment. And this is Sebastian. I'm done sharing. Thank you, Sebastian. Wow, what an incredible share. First of all, you know, just the, I'm picturing you raising your daughter, you know, for 18 years and, and being that dad and being that figure in her life and pouring into her. And that truly is, you're absolutely right, a success that you can build everything off of. And I think that's a great reminder for people here today. You know, I also wanted to say what I heard from you is that sometimes somebody else can play that powerful role of helping you remember who you are and not just being an advocate for yourself, but being an advocate for your value and your worth in the world. And so I want to challenge everybody here today. If you've received that kind of advice and value from somebody else, pay it forward be the person who sees the value in other people and calls it out in them. That, in a nutshell, is my mission for the rest of my life. Because I'm here today as somebody who was poured into, somebody who told me, you have value. I expect you to go out and claim it. And so I'm going to spend the rest of my life paying that forward. You know, I'm realizing as uh, Sebastian was speaking that I'm not sure I told you all, but I heard from my client recently, a week and a half ago, and she is charging, she is running a group, in fact, for athletes who are learning how to secure endorsements so that they can do what they love full time and she's being compensated for her work. I have to tell you, it's not even just the money, the look of pride on her face as she followed through with something that was so important to her is worth more than any dollar figure, and it made me thrilled to see it. I would love to hear from some more friends on stage and maybe even some new friends. I wonder if there's anyone here who's still in the thick of this, who needs to be reminded of their worth, who's been struggling with this, and I would love the opportunity for us to pour into you this morning. So who here has had this message resonate for them? Who here is working on becoming their own greatest advocate and would love to speak. TM, I think I saw your mic flash. Would love to hear from you, my friend, this morning. Good morning. Good morning, Alexandria. This is, uh, th this was di dynamic, TM Hyman speaking. Uh, I think uh, it it's already been said. I mean, Sebastian j just said it all, but just the idea, right, around being your own advocate versus your own adversary. I've certainly been both. Uh, I've been both. But you, you talk about uh, writing it down. 
so, so, so important, right? I mean, but just your phrase, uh, power prime, right? How, how writing it down, power primes the brain, uh, gives you a, bank, a brain boost, uh, but, but also confidence, right? I mean, so much confidence. Uh, I, about a few months ago, wrote a list uh, of 10 things that I have accomplished in life um, to remind myself, right? Because you, you often, um, you know, forget. You often forget when you are um, in the midst of new things, when you are in the unknown. So a list of 10 things being able to reflect back is awesome, but applying it to negotiating, right? N never thought about that, but I know what that list does for me today, and it gives me such a boost of confidence when I when I forget about things that I have been successful um, with. So, I mean, this has been great. Ramon share earlier, I totally uh, connect with, right? I mean, sometimes you get intimidated um, when you talk about money, uh, you question your own value. And so you have given us the steps. It, this is dynamic. I'll reiterate the importance of uh, small steps, right? One thing at a time because one thing leads to another. Uh, and again, accomplishing one thing gives you confidence uh, to want to accomplish another. So this has been dynamic. Thank you so much, TM, and I'm complete for now. Thank you so much, TM, my friend. And I love the idea that you wrote down 10 prior successes. I think that's so powerful. TM, if you don't mind, I'd like to ask you a question. I'd like to ask you what the success is that you're most proud of in life. If you were going to put number one on that list, what would it be? You know, it, th that's an easy one for me. And, and it was being able to take my parents uh, on a on a five day trip to Paris, um, you know, to a place where my mother never saw herself going in a million years, right, uh, around the world. And so, you know, hands down, that that is the most memorable um, as we prepare to go back, uh, you know, when the coast is clear. Th thanks for that question. You got it, TM. And here's why I asked you, because I think that you can learn a lot from the clarity of asking yourself about the one thing. And here's what I heard from you, TM. I heard somebody who is really motivated by giving back to the people who formed him and shaped him and poured into him as a child. I hear that you're motivated by giving back, that you're motivated by service. And there's a part of you that's motivated by going places that your ancestors hadn't been before and then taking them with you. And so I encourage you to really dig into that success, hold on to that, and to remember that that's at the core of who you are and what you want to achieve in this world. And that's going to help you then access other successes that build from that. My friends, it has been truly a blessing to be with you this morning. I absolutely love joining my friends at Breakfast with Champions. And I would like to invite you all to connect with me. If this has served you, if you would like to be your greatest advocate and take that one step here today, I'm going to invite you to DM me on Instagram, please. Ask for more. Or you can even DM me Clubhouse. And I would love to send you a workbook called Seven Days to Ask for More. Thousands, almost 10,000 people from Clubhouse have used this workbook completely free, one step a day, just like we talked about, for seven days. 
And so you can come back to Breakfast with Champions next week and tell me the steps you've taken and how much further you are towards your dream. And with that, I want to say thank you and to turn it over to my incredible friends, Joy and Liza, who are taking the mic from here and you won't want to miss it. I always love these segments. So Joy, Liza, my friends, lovely to see you. Good morning. Good morning, Alexandra. Good morning, Joy. Alexandra, you bring so much value in such a concise, tight way in 30 minutes. It's, it blows me away every single week. Before I do the reset, though, will you tell us again where to get the workbook? Because you, you, said, you said through it so quickly, I did not write it down. Where do we get the workbook so we can come back next week? Yes, ma'am. And, and forgive me, sometimes I blow through that at the end. I just love teaching. So <laughs> folks can connect with me on Instagram and just DM me, ask for more. It's also in my Clubhouse bio. And so you can take a look there and find the details, but it's it's a really big workbook called Seven Days to Ask for More with Space to Write. And, and I wonder if I could, forgive me, I just saw a message from Dr. Rowe saying that she had hoped to share before I ended my segment, my apologies. Absolutely. And I wonder if we have a, a space, Dr. Rowe, I'm not good at checking all the messages while I'm speaking, would love to invite you to share to close out our session today. Oh, no problem. You didn't have to do that. Thank you so much. Uh, I was just going to say I was resonating with everything that TM shared as well as Sebastian um, from a child uh, being kidnapped. I had always thought to myself, I don't I'm not worthy. I'm not worthy of things. And I just want to shout out somebody on the stage right now. Chip Hopper uh, helped me even now to say, what do you mean you're not worthy? You know, you have 30 years of experience, you have all these things move forward. So with that, I rounded out to say that having people existing, people from the past, people like you to remind us to believe in ourselves and believe in others helps that success to continue to come no matter what happened to us in the past. With that, I hand the mic back to you and thank you. Thank you. And thank you so much, my friends, for accommodating that. I really appreciate it. Dr. Rowe, always a pleasure to see you here. Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.